0: This is the circle of insanity. It just goes around and around and around again. And the only thing that is going to help you stop it is if you stop comparing and making assumptions about other people's lives. Stop comparing your insides to someone else's outsides. Hello and welcome to Conscious Business. I'm your host, Julie Zusak, and I'm coming at you today with a big old dose of tough love. For some of you, this episode today is gonna ring true as a big old reminder, and you're gonna say, Oh, you're right, I really need to stop doing this because I'm making myself miserable. And for the rest of you, this might feel like a new concept, and you might be in a little bit of denial that it's actually something that you are doing that is making you miserable. But trust me, you really need to hear this. So step into your beginner's mindset, suspend your disbelief, and trust me because you really, really need to hear what I'm about to tell you in this episode. Because you, my friend, believe it or not, you are causing your own misery. And it breaks my heart because I don't want to see you suffer. And more importantly, I don't want to watch you be the cause of your own suffering. The solution is simple. You just need to stop doing this one thing, this simple thing. And if you stop doing this one simple thing, you will cease most, if not all, of your own suffering. So it seems a little bit too good to be true, doesn't it? Well, wait till you find out what I'm going to ask you to stop doing. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First off, I'm going to reveal exactly what it is that is causing your misery. In the second segment, I'm going to explain why it's so damaging to you. And then in the third segment, I'll give you some tips to help you stop doing this one toxic behavior. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Now, before I reveal to you what this toxic behavior is, I have to make a confession. This is something that I am really guilty of doing too, which is why I understand it so well. And I catch myself doing it all the time. And as soon as I recognize it, I stop doing it, obviously. And the easiest way that I catch myself doing it is by noticing that I'm feeling out of alignment you know, I'm feeling crappy. I'm observing the crappiness and I'm going, why am I feeling so crappy? And then I realize, oh, I'm doing it again. And I wanted to do this episode because I literally just finished a session with a client who was deep in misery, her own misery. And I had to give her some tough love, you know, to really help her see exactly what she was doing. And as I reflected this to her, this concept of mainlining misery really popped into my mind because it literally felt like she was injecting misery into her veins. Unlike a lot of our other toxic behaviors that slowly erode our self-esteem over time or slowly take us into that shame spiral, this toxic behavior is instant and it's dangerous. What I'm talking about today is comparing. Comparing is like mainlining misery. Comparing yourself to others makes you miserable. Comparing your current reality to where you were 10 years ago makes you miserable. Comparing your current reality to where you think you should be at this point in your life based on people that you went to school with and you probably don't even like makes you miserable. Comparing makes you feel less than. It denies you happiness in this present moment. It causes you to feel separate from others. It makes you focus on things that you don't have instead of appreciating what you do have. Comparing is the thief of connection. And it doesn't just point you on a path towards eventually feeling bad about yourself. It makes you feel bad instantly. Comparing is like mainlining misery. Now, I want to explain what is really happening here with comparing and why comparing causes so much misery. Author Anne Lamott explains this really well. She says that we should never compare our insides to someone else's outsides. And this is so true. Don't compare your insides to someone else's outsides. And this sums up exactly what makes comparing so dangerous. What happens is, we catch a glimpse of someone else's life from the outside, and it looks so perfect, right? They have all the success, the fame, the respect, the money, the love, the relationships. They've got all the things, right? And when we look at them, we just assume that they have the perfect insides to match all those perfect outsides. But more often than not, they don't. And we make the mistake of assuming that people who have all the things are happy and fulfilled, Then we compare what we have, our reality, to what they have and what we think they're feeling on the inside. And this is dangerous because we have no idea what they're actually feeling on the inside. Remember that quote, don't compare your insides to someone else's outsides. I want to take a moment now and illustrate why this is so dangerous. First off, I'm going to let you in a little secret. I'm going to tell you what I see on the inside for a lot of my clients because as a coach, you know, I get to really see under the hood of what people have going on. And when people come to me and they feel really frustrated, they're not happy. One of the most common underlying reasons for that is that they feel stressed because they think that everybody looks at their life and thinks that it's so perfect and assumes that they're so successful and happy, but deep down inside, they're not. And they feel the stress because they feel like an imposter because they're portraying a life that is incongruent to how they actually feel on the inside. They feel guilt about portraying a perfect life to others. And this makes them feel like a fraud. So... Let's recap what's going here in this circle of insanity. In one corner, we have these people who seem to look like they have it all going on. They seem like they're successful and happy, and we envy them, and maybe we're a little jealous of them. They seem so happy and so fulfilled because they have everything. We compare where we are to where we think they are, and this makes us feel unfulfilled with our own lives. But if you take a closer look at those people that we envy, those people who seem to have it all figured out, the success, the relationships, all the things, they're actually feeling completely stressed out and overwhelmed because of the pressure of others who think that they're way happier than they actually are, and they feel guilt and confusion over this. See how this is a circle of insanity? It just goes around and around and around again. The only thing that's going to stop it is if we stop Comparing. Stop making assumptions about other people's lives. The truth is, you never ever know what people have going on on the inside. What we usually do is we look at their life, we take a few different data points, and then we connect all those data points, all those dots up with a story, and we make things up about them. We fill it in with all these grandiose details about how their lives are so happy and glamorous. We usually assume that they're happier than they actually are. We need to stop assuming that other people don't struggle too. We need to stop assuming that other people feel like they have it all together. Stop thinking that they don't have self-doubt too. On the inside, they might be struggling emotionally or physically. They could be suffering from a mountain of debt, struggling in an unhappy relationship, going through a divorce struggling with an illness. They might have a sick child, a sick parent, or most common, they might be suffering from that void, that deep pit of unhappiness because they don't feel fulfilled with what they're doing. So here's the deal with comparing. It is dangerous because we compare ourselves to others. When we do this, we are 100% focused on finding ways that we are different from them. Think about it. When you meet someone who has something that you do, you likely feel a sense of connection with them. It's like you have something in common. So when we find out that we have been to the same school as someone, or we have the same favorite author, maybe the same food, or we've traveled to the same countries, the similarities that we have with them make us feel connected to them. It forms this bond, right, of how we're similar. But if there's a gap between something that you have and something that they have, for example, the size of the house that you live in, then we start to compare ourselves to them. And right away in that moment, we start to feel separate from them. You're no longer putting your intention into what you have in common and how you're the same. You're going to start keeping track of what's different between the two of you. And that is exactly the moment where the misery starts. We begin to keep this mental tally of what they have versus what we have. And in truth, we very, very, very rarely compare ourselves to people who have less than us. We usually compare ourselves to others who have more. And when we compare ourselves to others... We go against our nature as humans, because let's face it, we're wired for connection. We are meant to be around others. We are meant to thrive in community and feel connected to other people, to feel like we are part of something that is bigger than ourselves. And when we compare, we cut off this connection and we put all our attention into finding ways that we are different from others. This causes separation. And it is this comparison where we start to mainline misery. So now that you understand how toxic comparing is, I want to give you a couple of tips to help you avoid comparing yourself to others. And I want to start off by saying, you know what? It is okay to look at someone else who has something that you want and to admire them. It's completely normal. So long as you truly want that thing from a sincere place. I'm not against and I've never been against material objects. I'm a minimalist though, so I I do want nice things. I just want a few really nice things. However, I want to always make sure that I own the things instead of letting the things own me. So be careful of desire. Desire can be a really addictive drug. I often say that we only ever want something for as long as it takes to get it. And then as soon as we have it, we skip over the chance to feel happy from it or to feel uh, fulfilled. We always move on to that next big thing. It's okay to want things. Just make sure that you really sincerely want them for the right reasons. So if you see someone that has what you want, it's okay to admire them. I want you to have all kinds of cool stuff. You work hard. You deserve it. And when you see someone who has what you want, I don't want you to get green with envy. Instead, I want you to do this. I want you to stop and to appreciate and admire what they have. I want you to send them good vibes and know in your heart that, yeah, you know what? They really deserve that. Then remind yourself that someday you're going to have that too. Now, this isn't crazy talk. I am legit asking you to try this technique. It works. I promise you. And if you really, really want to have bonus points when you do it, there's two extra things that you can do. First, you can congratulate them on what they have. Now, this might feel really hard if your body is just reeling with jealousy and envy. But trust me, it really helps. So long as you do it authentically, it's okay to compliment someone, meaning, This could be someone who's older than you, someone who is more successful, who's more senior at work than you. It's okay to congratulate them on their promotion. You could say, hey, you know what? You've been working really hard and you really deserve that. And it's okay to compliment someone on success. It does not take away or diminish yours. In fact, it will likely accelerate yours. So avoid also the temptation to make the compliment about you. So for example, oh, I can't imagine what it's like to have that much responsibility in that new job. Well, that's not really a compliment about them, is it? It's really making conscious your own insecurities about what you think you would do in that role. So you want to make sure that you don't cut them down with your own personal self-doubt. Also, avoid telling people that they're so lucky that they have something. And this is a personal pet peeve of mine, I have to confess. When someone says to me, Oh, you're so lucky to run your own business, or you're so lucky that you can be your own boss, really luck, huh? I can assure you that 0% of my success has come from luck. It is a combination of hard work, of dedication, of sacrifice a lot of stubbornness, yes, and a high threshold for pain, and getting really comfortable hearing no and dealing with rejection. I got to be honest, it really hurts when people chalk my success up to luck. It's not luck. It's hard work. And I know that people don't intend to hurt my feelings. It's just an unintended impact. However, I just wanted to remind you that the words that you choose are so important because at a cellular level, you're really blueprinting your future. So choose your words wisely. Okay? So the first bonus point that you get is to give someone an authentic compliment, even if you're feeling a little green with envy. So an authentic compliment will start with, You know what? I'm really proud of you for this or I admire that you are that, or I'm really impressed with your dedication to build your own business out of nothing. The second way to get bonus points here is to take a minute to come up with three ways that you are similar to them. And this isn't something that you would probably say out loud. So giving them that authentic compliment, definitely say that out loud and say it right away. But this reflection of thinking of three ways that you are similar to them, you can probably just even say this to yourself in your own head. You could tell a friend later, or it might be something that you journal about later on. So reflect on three things that you have in common. It could look like this. One, I know that we both have the same purpose in life. Two, we're both really hardworking and passionate about what we do. Three, I know that we're both confident and we never, ever are going to give up on our dreams. Four, I know that we have the same background or training. And five, we both love helping people. So after you've thought of three things, or even more if you can, that you have in common, wrap up by thinking, hey, you know what? We're actually really similar and we're both on the same path. They just happen to be a few steps ahead of where I am right now. So there you have it. A simple formula that does not include being jealous or comparing or playing a victim or feeling sorry for yourself. You're just saying, hey, you know what? We're actually really similar. We're dreaming the same dreams here. Hers was just delivered a little faster than when mine was, but mine is coming. I know it is, and I know that I deserve it. All right, so let's recap those two things that you can do for bonus points. First, congratulate them on what they have and do this authentically. And number two, name to yourself in your own head three things that you have in common with them. Now, another great tip here is gratitude. And having a gratitude practice helps you to run offense on comparing and jealousy. Now, gratitude for me is a daily habit. I'd suggest you do the same if you haven't already. I do it old school. I literally write out pen to paper in a journal. But you can also download an app. There's a cool one I've used called Gratitude. And I highly recommend it. It also lets you put in and upload a photo each day of something that you're grateful for. When you focus on cultivating a practice of gratitude, you literally rewire your brain and you appreciate what you do have instead of paying attention to all the things that you don't have. So when you shift your mindset this way, you become less jealous, you stop focusing on how you're different from someone else, and most importantly, you focus on how you are the same. And I'm warning you, this is a really, really powerful practice. Time to start wrapping up this episode on comparing. I really hope that you take the time to recognize just how much you compare to others and really recognize that you're actually just mainlining misery. But go easy on yourself, you know. We're conditioned to compare. Society just entices us to do this. Social media, especially, you know, we go on social media with this intention to feel connected to others. But in reality, We just end up comparing ourselves to these highly curated variations of other people's lives. And this makes us feel disconnected, right? Which is not cool. So as we wrap up this episode, I want you to notice if and when you're mainlining misery. Notice when you're comparing yourself to others. And over the upcoming week, I want you to observe how much you compare yourself to others, yourself to different variations of who you think you should be. Trust me, once you start paying attention, you're going to be surprised how much you actually do it. And if you see someone who has what you want, be happy for them. Give them a big old juicy compliment. And in your head, notice three things that you have in common with them. It will feel so good, I promise. And with all your newfound free time, since you're not going to be comparing... I want you to pay attention to all the amazing things that you do have in your life. Focus on what you are grateful for. Remember, appreciation and gratitude are the greatest amplifiers in life. So stop mainlining misery and start instead being grateful for what you do have. Because this will help you feel more connected to others and will help you get more of what you actually truly want in life.